welcome to the Nuts and Guts podcast. I'm your host, Black Paco. Hello, hello, good evening. Hi. Have you been featured on a podcast before? I have not. This is my first time. Your first time? I think you need to start yeah. your own. Everyone keeps saying that, and I, I, th- I think you're. I, I think you are hilarious. I know it's a lot of work. Um, so do I get to do my introduction? Like, oh, uh, you need to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why don't you tell the people who you are and where they can find you if you want to be found? Okay. All right. So, um, my name is Kelly. Um, my Instagram handle is Mother Rebel. Mother underscore rebel. Can and you spell on, that for the audience, please? Sure. M U V A underscore R E B E L. Um, you take some very nice photos, by the way. Thank you. I try. I really do. Good. <laughs> um, my Twitter is Boudoir Madam. That's B O U D O I R. M-A-D-A-M and um, that's where my alternate personality lives. Okay. <laughs> On now, Twitter. What, what is your favorite site? Is it Twitter or Instagram? I think I, think I have more freedom on Twitter. Okay. Because um, you know Instagram is Policed by Facebook, and they have all their censorship and their restrictions. Got you. Um, now, I want you to tell the audience uh, before we get uh, because this is Freaky Friday, uh-huh. <laughs> and <laughs> I want I want you to tell the audience about your business, about your businesses. Um, what are you into? Okay, so the First thing, I I started my blog, which is really more like an advice column. That was launched in 2018. Yes. Um, So basically, it's just an anonymous site where women can go on there and submit questions that they want answered. And me being the alleged expert, I'm really not. I have no certifications. I just have a lot of experience. Um... (laughs) But yeah, so I just offer advice um, and then viewers or subscribers can also chime in and leave their comments and it's completely anonymous. So ladies can talk about all sorts of things that are concerning them. Um, Most frequent types of questions that we get are, my man isn't good enough in bed. He doesn't care about pleasing me. What can I do? Mm -hmm. And I actually just stopped posting those because I honestly just one of those questions where it's just like, girl, you can't, you can't. Like, if he's not concerned with <laughs> trying to please you in bed, then do it yourself or find somebody who can. Like, I don't know, if people are, are showing you that they can't be coachable, then I ain't got nothing for you. I, but, I, I mean, I got you, but I, I have a question. So, if. Yeah. So before you got to that point where you just said, hey, hey, do it yourself or go find somebody else. Before you got to that point, what mm-hmm. type of advice would you give a young lady? Because it's a young lady messing right now. Like, girl, I need some right. help. Right. So so what I started to do is ask people to give me more details. Because then you can get into more specific things. Like, what exactly is it? Like, is it that he comes home? Um and just wants to like pump for 10 minutes and then pass out no concern about foreplay is it that his thing isn't big enough and you know he's doing his best but (laughs) that part isn't just hitting the right spot is like what is it is it just the lack of intimacy where you guys probably don't even really know each other that well or what either of you like y'all just decided to be in a relationship and didn't get the sexual compatibility part together like so so what I tell people when they're submitting those types of questions is to give me specific details about what is really going on because if it's simple as y'all just met three months ago or y'all just started dating six months ago y'all haven't even given enough time 
to work it out, right? But if you're in like a two, three year relationship, ain't much I can do for you besides, you know, if you've had the conversation, yeah. if you, you know, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so you, so you, so you think it takes six months to actually learn a person's body? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's a, I would say there's a lot. I think up until, and it's different for everybody because some people can build that sexual chemistry on day one. Other people, it takes them a little bit longer mm. to get comfortable and trusting. Um, women who aren't necessarily that confident in themselves and, and their bodies and know exactly what they need for themselves. And that's the, that was really the motivation behind even creating the site in the first place. Gotcha. Is because women are so uncomfortable even talking about their sexuality to the point where you don't know what really pleases you, much less to try and teach somebody else how to please you. Gotcha. So the whole point was to have a safe space for women to get and ask their questions and figure themselves out. So it'll be a little bit more of a comfortable conversation in the real world. Because okay. as much as we've done so much progress with trying to get women more sexually liberated, it's still a struggle. A lot of people are way too conservative. And I'm like, you can't be conservative with your man. Like, it just, <laughs> you can't say you're dating somebody and you're afraid to experiment and try new things because of more. Like, when you're with that person, you're supposed to feel a level of intimacy that allows you to want to be free with them. And if you don't have that comfort level, you shouldn't be having sex with them at all. Mm, I agree with that. I agree with that. What? Okay. So, what's your other business? So, um, out of the blog, the motivation to launch a lingerie line was born. And so, I started Sessoir Intimate Apparel. Um, say that in again? 2019, Sessoir Intimate Apparel. And can you put that, um, say that website? Yes, it's, it's the website is actually Sessoir Intimate. So, it's C E. F O I R intimates.com. Okay. So, yes, it's um basically what it says intimate apparel. How, how, how expensive is it to, to launch a well, it's not, it's a clothing line, but it really ain't a lot of clothes, a lot of fabric. So <laughs> like, I, like, how how tough is it to actually launch something from the ground up? You know, it's um, a lot a lot of work it's not for the week because first i mean what any business owner would tell you is after you even decide what you want to do you have to decide who your target market is like who do i want wearing my things who am i making this for who am i creating this for who am i serving with this product um and so once you identify that and then you gotta also understand that maybe that might even change right so my audience you know were women like me women who are full figured large bust booty thin waist we have a hard time finding intimate apparel that fit right a lot of the intimate apparel um, is designed for very slim small chested women and even when you get into plus sizes it doesn't even go that large you know we already know that the average size of a woman is size 16 in the United States so you know we're not catering to size 2's and 4's that's true um, but when when so, I, listen, I don't want women getting offended though Kelly because when they look at your pictures they're like nah she don't look like she's full figure no <laughs> not me personally but the the target audience is. okay got you um so and that was also difficult too trying to source product and and then when you get on this side of the business that's when you start to understand like as much as you would you want to cater to a certain audience it's not that easy to do so trying to source um, lingerie pieces. I'm a retailer at this point, so I do have a vendor that I work with, um, and very few of the items are customizable. 
but I had this balance of trying to get things that are popular and that will sell versus also sourcing things that are going to be in the size ranges of the women that I want to sell to. Um, and oftentimes there's a conflict uh, <laughs> trying to get them both to match. Okay. Um, you also have a but yeah. you also have a pasty that go over the titties on the breast. Sorry. The bedazzlers. Oh yeah, right. Those <laughs> so and it's funny that you bring that up because those came about because I was um, constantly getting censored on Instagram with my promotional posts because a nipple would poke through. You know, you can't have no nipple or print or too much skin on Instagram. Can you still hear me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm here. What, my AirPods look like they're about to die. Okay. Right. It's okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so, what was I saying? You were saying right, you so have this, to, yeah, the, censorship, the censorship with censorship. I, Instagram and, oh, gotcha. Instagram. So, what I did is for my second shoot that I did, I bought the pasties, um, essentially just to cover the nipple underneath a lot of the, the sexy stuff, the cutout stuff. So that I could do my promotional posts on Instagram. And then as it happens, you know, people saw them and they're like, I need to have a set. So then it's like, okay, well now I know that I can wear this as a, um, as a, a, you know, accessory piece. Got you. So, so with the, with the pasty, what what do you, what do you name them? I don't want to be disrespectful to the name of (laughs) them. So I actually, I started off with one style and then I branched out to a couple different styles. So they all kind of have different names. Okay. So the original ones were just the Betty Boop, the Bedazzlers. Um, and then I discovered that um, I can get them glow in the dark. Mm. So the glowers actually were are my best sellers. Okay. Um, those are fun. <laughs> Yeah, um, I think I, th- I think I need some, not for myself. Okay. But, but I know, like in Ohio, like it's like a like we see like electrical tape on some of these um, women. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. So like certain in certain states, you know the, uh, you know you're not supposed to be completely nude. You know what I mean? So how mm-hmm. how how do you plan? Can can you market to these to certain states, or, or what's your plan for that? Or are we? I, mean, I guess you don't really have to tell me your plan. But how do you feel about that? Is that something that's on your radar? I mean, I don't really have any issue. I mean, I ship nationally as it is. Okay. Um, like I said, um, as far as you know, social media marketing goes it's it's difficult because of the level of nudity but um you know uh, my customers they send me their images and again like this isn't this isn't stuff like I don't sell anything that's supposed to be worn out in public um <laughs> for sure so you know my my pieces are literally for you know intimate experiences and and it's funny because I'm Jamaican and um, one of the, the popular type of things pre-COVID was having these lingerie parties, um, especially on the dance hall scene in Jamaica. So, you know, I would get a couple people that's just like, yeah, I want to buy this piece and I want to buy that set to go to a party. And I'm looking at them like, are you, you trying to get fucked at the party? Because <laughs> I wouldn't suggest. Um... <laughs> no, I got you. What, what, um, were you born here in the States? Speaking of Jamaica. No, I was born in Jamaica. Okay. I was. I migrated as a child. So. Okay. And what part of Jamaica? Portland. Portland? That's what they consider the country. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is, 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 is it beautiful there? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's not any part that isn't beautiful. <laughs> okay. And how, how, how often do you go back? I go very frequently. Um... I went once last year and then I went three times the year before. It all depends on what's going on. Like, so, you know, sometimes I'll just visit family if I don't have anything else to do. Or I'll, you know, go for a quick, you know, vacation or, you know, a party because, you know, they have Dream Weekend, things like that, BRT party series where it's like a full weekend of just straight partying. I want to go. Morning, you got to tell me about this. A dream weekend? What is it called? Dream weekend. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I look. I'm like so interested. Like, I put it like this: like I, I'm I'm in Cleveland, Ohio, and we um they have dance hall here, but I, I'm never comfortable. I always feel like I'm going to get robbed. You know, <laughs> like like you. That's ridiculous. No, I tell you what. No, no, no. It's not. It's, it's not even. Um, it's, I'm not even trying to be like like stereotypical or anything like that. But the women always show love. They, you know, they they sell food in the front. They got dance hall in the back, you know. But the guys just always look so tough, and, and you know what I mean. But the, the ladies are always lovable and want to dance on you. But I just, I just don't understand the actual culture. So can you break okay. that down a little bit? So I think yeah, I think there is just a a, a culture barrier um, because from my experience from experience in both I actually feel safer in a dance hall than in like a hip hop American type party like it's rare that you'll see fights break out or violence or anything like that people literally dance like dance dance yeah so like (laughs) it's a whole different vibe um I think maybe the one time there was a fight that I ever was at and of course it's women and you know that petty shit that happens and you know men step in and break it up and that's the end yeah. of it it don't explode onto the street it don't start into no you know gun violence and all that other shit like so that would be you know just my experience and I I have mostly like the party scene out here in Philly so in the Philly area it's all like we're all like it's all one big network so most people already know each other um so like as an American, like if I'm bringing like a, a American person around, like I don't know, it's just so much different. You know, even like the bottle service is cheaper. <laughs> you go to the club up here, they're trying to you know charge you like three hundred plus for a bottle. Yeah. Like you can get a sixty dollar bottle, you eight hundred dollar t- bottle. You tweeted something a while ago. You said that you that you miss dance hall. Yes. And so like you you would frequent the dance hall spot like that like you know weekly or monthly no, or is it just something that no. that's something no, that you, know what? you missed that option to do right right gotcha. um just the the feel and the vibe of it all i like i told you i'll go out maybe a handful times during a year and then to be for like an occasion like i'd have to be specifically invited to say oh it's so-and-so's birthday we're going out or we're doing this or whatever. Like my homegirls, like unless it's like their birthday or whatever, they don't invite me unless it's dance hall. Like I wanted to go out to Houston, <laughs> and I'm telling my homegirl over there, like, oh, let's, let me know where the dance hall party's at, and then I'll fly out. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was about to say that I don't do you know regular yeah. clubs and hip hop. Can you can you name some of the dances? Right now? No, like I mean, what what are the dance? Like, is it uh, is it what is it? Is it a dunty wine? What, what? I don't know. I don't don't. Oh, you're taking it back. Uh, okay. Can, can you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Can you break down? Some we don't of have dance? to get into dance hall because because <laughs> there's no way I can give you a damn whole lesson right now. No. Okay. Um, all right. You we can't dance through the phone. Is what you trying to say? <laughs> right. Okay. All right. And I'll boom it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad this isn't a video. (laughs) You know what, Kelly? I just got backtracking a little bit, just a little bit. Mm -hmm. I just got into lingerie. Like, within, I would say, within the last three to four years. Um, Before that, I I think I was a little immature. Like, yo, girl, take that shit off. I'm trying to get to the box. And now. Yeah. It it take me see I'm I'm <laughs> I'll be, be thirty nine on the twentieth so mm. so things are moving a lot slower now so some <laughs> <laughs> terrible so things I know what you mean you get what I'm saying so now I, I have an interest like yeah girl mm-hmm. wear that sexy sexy shit you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and so um like I do you do you get have you had men that wasn't just you ever ran into a man or dealt with a man that wasn't in into lingerie? So I'll say this: when I was much younger, like I always loved 
I always loved lingerie. When I was much younger, it's not that I really had like money or, you know, even personal space to be trying to do <laughs> do all that. Um, so lingerie was more of a reward, right? It, it's like special occasion, birthdays, you know, Valentine's Day, holidays, shit like that, where it was just like, all right, let me dress it up a little bit. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, then as I got older, I became a little bit more consistent with it like in relationships where it's just like not every single night I'm in a negligee but you know I go to bed and you know my man expects to have something silky satiny on um even if he's just pulling it up over my head like you know what I mean (laughs) so um, there has been a lot of debate and you know because you'll, you'll get the guys who were typically like you that's just like oh I don't need lingerie cotton t-shirt that's fine that's sexy blah 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 but I also learned that you know there are certain men who really appreciate that effort um, for sure I do now I really do like damn girl you done went on and and put that shit on for a nigga you know what I'm saying right right and I think that that's something that you know guys should all appreciate like to sit here and say that oh well I don't need you to do that and that ain't like well can you at least take a moment to you know savor the fact that I I anticipated I premeditated the sex for you right (laughs) got you um no is this something sexy that a man can wear (sighs) hmm Can can a man just can he just throw in a bow tie can he can he wrap a bow tie tie around his dick? You know, as like, I boom, never really was, you know, I never you really was concerned about what a man was wearing because the type of things that kind of turn me on has nothing to do with like that. Okay, so what what turned you on, Kelly? I mean, <laughs> you know, all you gotta do is unbuckle the belt and put the pistol on the nightstand. That's, that, it. that's it. <laughs> <laughs> now what if now what if now what if what if the pistol on a nightstand had a bow on? Wouldn't that be a nice oh surprise? <laughs> I wouldn't take it seriously. He would have to go. <laughs> he would have to go. No, so as much as I like romance and intimacy and all that other shit, I kind of like my men with a little bit of an edge to them. Okay. Um, so, and it's a weird balance, and I know that men always talk about how hypocritical women are. <laughs> And we can't decide. But yeah, I want someone who, yes, appreciates, you know, me putting on lingerie and takes his time and doesn't rush through anything. But at the same time, when it's time to grip my neck and pull my hair, I need that too. Okay. Now, so. uh, now, what, what's your relationship status, if you don't mind me asking? <sighs> Unofficially, I'm single. Okay. I'm free to date. I, I live alone. Okay. Um, what, what is something a guy has to do to to to, to hold your interest or or to or 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 to to get your attention? I literally just pay attention, right? Okay. So just literally. So in the social media age, especially somebody like me who is fairly fairly transparent, I feel like I share. Yeah, you said you said a lot. A, yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean between Twitter and Instagram, right? So it's 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 very, you know, deliberate the way that that I post. But I feel like I post enough for somebody to be able to gather, you know, pertinent details about my life, so that when we get into our first conversation, we can just skip all the fluff, mm-hmm. right? Astro Wealth for the lending and classes are available today. Let's face it, there is an unlimited source of money for your real estate deals. Having classes that will teach others to utilize the private money available from the real estate investors would be a key to your success. Start today. Learn how to successfully build long-term wealth. Make your first million in real estate with Marvin Spates. Contact me at marvin at planbuildprotect.co. So, literally, just taking interest in my interests, understanding the type of woman that I am, um, or simply taking an interest in getting to know the type of woman that I am. I like someone who's assertive, straightforward, 
um, definitely type A personality. So I respond well to guys who are confident, borderline arrogant, which is not necessarily a good thing all the time. But as much as, you know, I'll tweet about niggas having audacity. I like audacity sometimes. No, no, I got you. So, you know what I mean? Like, I like somebody that's just like, all right, bitch, <laughs> listen. No, nah, I understand. I'm not. But... Yeah, yeah. Do, now, do you do you need a man to open up your car door? I like it. You like it? I'm impressed when it happens. But you know what? I, I, um, I just, I, me personally, like, I don't think that's something that lasts. Like, because if we get into a heated argument, like, yo, open up your goddamn door yourself. You know? Like... <laughs> But, you know, one of the things that I kind of uh, say to people or, you know, a love interest of somebody that I might be uh-huh. dating, I I kind of give them this breakdown. Like, uh, I'm at an age in my life where, you know, I've experienced things and I need to be cared for, right? Whatever that looks like to you, but I need to be cared for emo- emotionally, physically, financially spiritually so we're gonna we're gonna knock off all those boxes of how i need to care for how how i need to be cared for during this you know quote unquote talking stage Mm -hmm. if you want to go down that route if you are not in a position to feel like you are going to be able to care for me and that's not to say that there's not going to be reciprocity absolutely i know what i bring to the table and i'm very much capable of, of providing every single thing that i ask for in return but when you're asking me what I need this is you know how I'm going to express myself so basically you know that's what it boils down to are you going to be able to take the time and the effort and have the consistency to do those things and not just on that superficial level of you're pretty I want to take you out I want to fast track to the bedroom. I got you. Um, Do you think you easy to please? Am I easy yes. to please? Or you think you difficult? Yeah, I think if, if he's trying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like no, I'm, honestly, women in general are not hard to please, especially when she likes you. Like a, a woman could have all these standards and and you know, requirements for the men that they date, you know, he gotta be six foot, six figures, all that other shit, yeah. right? But when it comes down to it, like, when a woman likes you, she literally just wants you to prove that you care about her back. Do you have those type of requirements? Like, do a guy have, has to be a certain height for you to talk to him? Um, I won't say that I'm automatically rejecting somebody if he doesn't. Okay. Um, I think... I definitely have a physical standard that I like a man to have and reflect. It doesn't necessarily have to be about your height and shit like that. It's more about how you carry yourself. And a lot of things that don't even really need to be said because, again, when you get an alpha male type A type of personality in a man, he knows how to carry mm. himself. Like, so that shit don't even need to For be sure. said. Like, For sure. What um have you always been just sexually free as as your tweets? I think I have. At what age did it start? Um, hmm, let's see. So full disclosure, I I lost my virginity when I was fifteen. Okay. Were were you playing with your and pussy before fifteen, or I had a no? I was not. Okay. No. No. Mm-mm. I think I maybe looked at it in the mirror. <laughs> like, okay. Did you did you did you I have any have, type of feel- listen? I, listen, I got it. my daughter be fourteen in April, so I just need to know these <laughs> things. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> and and but, but all women are different. Yeah, that's right? that's true too. But I I just want to yeah, know like think- what what are you feeling? What are you experiencing? I'm not gonna. I'm not just gonna make my daughter uncomfortable, but I just it all did. Yeah, the thing is that I, I, I was, I was very much curious, very, very much okay. curious. And how did you get that curi- curiosity though? Like, was it was it strict? Because my mother was so strict. That's there we go. Okay. <laughs> it was just like basically my mother made it seem like it, you know sex was the end 
of womanhood. Got you. <laughs> or the, the, the end of girlhood, so to speak. You lose all your innocence. You're no longer valuable to men anymore. And you'll never get a husband if you have sex before marriage. And it was, she was very, very, you know, conservative, strict Caribbean woman. Um, I wouldn't even say she was religious. So it wasn't even religious based. It was more about just her experiences. So, and she kind of implied that, put that on you. Got right. You. So the more she kind of, and I've always been like that rebellious type where the more you tell me not to do something, is the more I want to figure out why you don't want me to do yeah. it. <laughs> Did you learn? Did you learn um, the hard way by 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 being that? No, because I, I would say my first sexual experiences I didn't regret okay. at all. I don't think none of them, none of them. I don't think I had really any. Was was the guy older? Yes, okay. he was. How old? He was oh, seventeen. He, was, okay, he, was he wasn't. 17. Okay. Yeah, he was an adult. He was my neighbor. Okay. Um, and I was actually visiting my grandmother for the summer, and we hit it off. And I snuck out in the middle of the night and we were just alone in the basement at his house. <laughs> and, you know, heavy petting and kissing. We have been doing that for a couple nights in a row. And this night he was just like, all right, you want me to put it in? I'm like, sure. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, I mean, that's what I still ask, you know? <laughs> right? Always, always, always get consent. But no, so it was it was sweet, and I think we probably did it like two nights in a row. Okay, it didn't hurt. It, it didn't hurt. I do remember slight pain, but it wasn't okay. painful. I didn't bleed much. It wasn't like all dramatic, like they try to make it seem. I I, I didn't, you know, have an orgasm. I know that for yeah. sure. Um, I I didn't have my first orgasm with a man. Until I was seventeen or eighteen. So you were making yourself have an orgasm. No, nope. I didn't discover that until I was about in my twenties. Okay. Yeah, no. I had. I bought my first vibrator. Um, I bought my first vibrator when I was a sophomore in college. And I never used it. I actually bought it for to use with one of my exes. And there was a point where I was staying with him and he was working all the time. I wasn't working. And I remember just being home alone and just horny. And so I took it out. Like, all right, let's try to figure this out, right? <laughs> and then it was just like experimenting. So I put on the porno and I remember just laying up in, you know, I think I was on a floor mm. and I I had the door closed and had my feet up against the door because I didn't want anybody like walking on yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there before. Yeah. I used to I used to uh I tell the story all the time. I used to uh I used to use my sister's JC Penny magazine. You know what I'm saying? You know that you know the lines race used to come, the lines race section. And then you know, kidding me. And then, and then and then they um well, it wasn't even lines right and they in the bra section. And then when they got a little older, they had the Victoria's Secret joints that used to come to the house. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. They like, you see my magazine? Like, no, I ain't <laughs> seen that shit. Like, <laughs> no, when I hear about some of these stories of these boys, I'm like, how the hell was y'all getting off on the damn bra section of Jason Fendi? <laughs> Like I heard about people stealing, you know, uh, Playboy magazines from the store yeah. and shit like but that. But you gotta, you gotta oh think about the time too. Though it wasn't, I didn't You're have right. a lot of access right. to anything. It was not that readily accessible. Yeah, you know, yeah. you click two buttons, you That's already weird. on your favorite site nowadays. <laughs> but now it's like, I mean, back yep. in the day, it was just like you was on a thirst. You was mm-hmm. thirsty. You know, it was hard. It was hard yep, to yep. Um, contain us. Anyway, so you to put your feet on the door so you can masturbate. Then mm-hmm. what? Yep. And so I was doing well. I want to say about 10, 10, 15 minutes in. Um, I discovered that I could squirt. <laughs> Didn't know either. So I had my first clitoral orgasm and female ejaculation at the this same time. This is a good conversation. But go ahead. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing it actually scared me 
I was like, I was embarrassed. Like I'm sitting here by myself, mind you. And so I'm like nervous and embarrassed. And, but I'm also still like, you know, buzzing from the damn orgasms. I'm just like, yo, like I have this wet spot on this man's floor. (laughs) 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 I don't think he realized it anyway. Um, so I want to say each time after that, I would always put a towel down first. Um, do you squirt all the time? No. So after making myself come or whatever, I I learned how to stop it. Um, so I was able to masturbate and not squirt every single time. And then I just I don't I actually never had that experience with a man. Mm. Um, until later. That's you. Um, and I met somebody who just just had me all over the place. Um, <laughs> what was it? Was so, it because he took his time with it? You think? No. Um. Well, or he was just really, or you just things. was into him that way. It's a lot of things because I would say, you know, my first relationship, um, where you know I had my daughter with him and whatever. It was a different kind of love, but it was it was it was strong. And then I was, you know, when you're early twenties and you're just like fucking like rabbits all the time. And it was that kind of thing. I think we were fucking for the sake of fucking and we weren't really like into each mm-hmm. other. If that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so we're kinda like we both enjoy sex. We're we're together, so we, we just have to kind of have sex with each other. But I don't think we were really paying attention to really enjoying sex Mm. so when I met this other person later on you know years after that relationship resolved this one turned into a situationship and never really panned out to be a real relationship um there was a lot of I hate the term but there was there was some soul ties Mm. yeah so I, I feel like there was a, a deeper spiritual do, connection. Now, do do people it was real a, quick? Do people that have a soul like connection to you, like sexually, like that? Do they always get a pass? Could you all a pass like, at like, what? What do you know, mean? Can it always be a this person that can still get it? Um, I think that that's people socially identify it uh-huh. yes um but each person's individual experiences are their own so i can't necessarily speak for another person everybody okay right so for me i all right so using and i use air quotes when i say soul tie because i don't necessarily believe in boom we had sex one time now my soul is tied no you like that nigga i like that nigga i was in love with that nigga you know what i mean so like <laughs> no i got you and it's also the level which that you guys connect intimately outside of sex um so that there was those type of factors so if the question is right now this particular person that i'm claiming to have had a soul tie with could that person pop up at any point in my life and I still have sex with them? <sighs> that is a very hard question to answer. Um, as it stands right now, as of today, no. Single as I am, I wouldn't sleep with him because of the toxicity that developed between us. Mm. Um... I've, so, I've had relationships like that. Like, man, it's it's not safe right. to go there. But we go there right. all the time. Right. You know? But if you're asking, okay, in the final moments, right before I'm masturbating, I'm about to come, whose face do I see? Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Then there's that. Um. So, yeah, I think it, it was one of those type of weird experiences where afterwards you ever felt like high like you're intoxicated like you literally drunk after you had yeah, yeah, yeah. no for sure yeah i would get those feelings like it really felt like drugs afterwards 
<laughs> and it's simple and as much as like it seems so complicated or just so like you know universe aligned this shit but no it's literally the tour you were in a place where it, like we make it a competition almost where I'm going to have you fucking nuts by the end of the session like and this is how we treated every time we had sex where he's trying to make me tap out I'm trying to keep going and do my little tick like and then that's how it always was no matter day time place it's always that way so we were fully committed to trying to please the other person and then also in tune with what that person needs and wants so that sexual compatibility wasn't always there from day one but over time it just got stronger and stronger where like we just knew like (laughs) Mm. um non-verbal cues even when it came to like introducing new things a lot of things didn't really need to be said or discussed beforehand now you know what i mean it just it got right now it evolved right now i mean that's and that's guess what i think that's a good sexual relationship to have where things just happen organically you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But can you give us an example? <laughs> can you give the audience an example of something okay. that happened organically? <sighs> um, there's so many. Um, hmm. I'll try to go back to the first. The first thing. Hmm. <laughs> okay, so ass eating. <laughs> oh, ass eating. Okay. It's popular these days. Okay, got you. <laughs> so right. So the first time. So y'all was doing this way before it was cool. Okay. Right. Got you. Right. So <laughs> again, it was never discussed. Maybe there was a little bit of you know play, you know, finger in the booty type stuff. Um. But he didn't really, um, we were never really into anal. I mean, we tried, it just wasn't a cup of tea for either one of us. Um, but you know, he enjoyed giving head, so you know, it was just one of those things where we're going at it, he's down there, and then you know, my knees get pushed back a little bit further, and the tongue slipped down there. And I'm like, uh-huh. all right, yeah, <laughs> so you know, when they do the little, the little test see all right let me see if i accidentally go down there she's gonna say nothing oh she ain't saying nothing yeah, yeah. oh I got you. she's she's physically giving cues that she actually likes it i'm gonna go back down yeah, yeah. again um <laughs> so there was that um there was all was it throat throat babies mm, you know i never heard that song you never heard that song i'll send it to mm-hmm. you <laughs> <laughs> Ah, so um throat babies didn't really happen you're not into that it's not that I'm not I prefer the Twinkie lifestyle honestly um (laughs) but is it a place you you prefer the uh, a man's sperm I mean I just told you I prefer what God intended but (laughs) other than that I I like him to finish like on my titties. Okay, got you. I like looking at it. I got you. Like I have like a, a photo mm-hmm. album. <laughs> a collection. Yeah, that's 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 pretty cool. I like that. <laughs> so look, but yeah. so what's next for you? You got big plans for 2021. It's really not starting off well. Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, um, just basically basically continuing to develop um, my brand. Are you looking for models? Um, at this time, I'm okay. not. We're in our clearance period. I am going to revamp in time for 
Valentine's Day, okay. of course. Um, I'm, you know, always looking for brand ambassadors and people who want. Let to, me wear one, girl. You know, Let me sponsor. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. You know, anyone who wants to be a part of the brand and work with the team, we're in the Philly area, so. We're constantly looking for, especially plus size yeah. models. Your, your um, photo shoots be looking live, man. They, that should be like I really that try. Fun as hell. Like I just want to come, like because you know I shoot, you know, and I and yeah. I just want to just kind of just play the background a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, quick plug to my production. Yeah, yeah. I work with Shazam Productions okay. out of Philly. That's S H A A Z. AAM productions and he's basically been the one um, that's been managing all my photo shoots he finds my models he has the photographers um, the studio the locations even we were on location in some of the shoots Um, so I definitely want to give a huge shout out because definitely brought my vision to life this year Um, and just by by chance we connected on Twitter yeah um we were promoting a, a breakfast, I mean, a Caribbean brunch um, in 2019. And then, of course, COVID happened, so that kind of shut down. But then, you know, we had other resources that I tapped into, and it's been a, a great team ever since. So, yeah, um, definitely if I'm working with anybody, I'm, I'm yeah running it by him, you know, in his expertise and, and putting my vision into reality. Okay. Now do, um, so do you have a fair, do you eat the, the cheese steaks? Do you eat cheese steaks? And if so, do you have a, I'm sorry, do you eat cheese steaks? Cheese steaks? What, what, what do you call it? The, 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 the Philly, the Philly sandwich. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you eat them? Do you have a favorite place? Yes. <laughs> Do you have a favorite place where you like to get them from? Oh, the corner store. The corner store. Like, <laughs> I'm like, like a bodega? It's similar? Okay. Yeah. They call them corner stores. Okay. Here. My one homegirl, um, she always take, <laughs> takes us to uh, Max's. I've actually never had a cheesesteak from Max's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've only, I've never had one. F- no, I'm lying. I've had one from Ishkabibbles and I've had one and I I normally go to gyms. Okay. But that's normally because my friends always go to gyms. Gotcha. I've never really had a preference. Okay. I understand. Um I'm not like a cheese. Okay. I, no, I got you. So anyway. <laughs> it's not really my favorite food. Like I definitely go to make to be honest. Okay, cool. So like me, me. Listen, I'm telling you, I love some goat, some curry goat. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Do you eat curry goat? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, I, I I love the the spot around the corner from me because I, I stand okay. in the city, and so the spot around the corner for me, they 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 sometimes have it, but then if they don't have goat, I do the uh, I yeah. do the oxtails. Oxtail. Do the oxtails. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of, I kind of like wore out jerk okay. chicken a little bit, you know what I mean? Um, but I, I'll still eat it. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I would, man, I would love like someone to cook for me like a traditional Jamaican cuisine <laughs> meal one day. I would love that. You know what I'm saying? Are your pipes dripping? Are you leaking? Are you tired of that damp basement smell? Are you tired of being single? And would you like that pipe? Contact Henderson Plumbing in your Cleveland, Ohio area. Plumbing inspections start at $65. Yes, you heard me right. $65. Don't get mad. Please don't procrastinate and prolong a small problem into a big one. No one wants a bow on a new water heater as a surprise for Christmas. Nobody. Email your honest Cleveland native plumber at hendersonplumbing at hotmail.com. Now let's get back to the show. 
So if you up for the challenge, <laughs> you let me know. No, but anyway, so I want you to tell the people where they can find uh, your 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 beautiful uh, lingerie gowns um, for the ladies, and if the men want to uh, buy the ladies something, give that website again. And let the people know where they can find you so we can yes, get on yes. out of here. Okay, I mean, ladies and guys, too. Valentine's Day is coming up. So definitely check out Cessoir in That's C-E-S-O-I-R, intimates, all one word, dot com. Um, there's a range of sizes and styles. There's something on there for everybody. Um, I'm actually running a clearance sale going on right now. So a lot of the old styles are marked down. So anybody that just want to, you know, revamp their little negligee stock, they can grab something. Um, but I also have my um, Twitter account. There is Food by Madam, which is a personal account that I kind of tweet all sorts of things, but do a lot of heavy promo. Twitter page for the business is Cessoir underscore lingerie. Um Mm. And on Instagram, it is Cessoir Intimate Apparel. And my personal Instagram is Mava underscore Rebel. Yeah. I like Check that. me out. Mm. Man, I, I, I really appreciate you. You know it's what I mean? It's a pleasure. Um, this was fun. Yeah, yeah. Joining, joining the platform. And we got to do it again. Like, um, I'm, I I had like four or five other questions, but I, I like to keep things yeah. at an hour. You know what I mean? So I, I had like four or five other questions, and we'll get to them next time. And I it means so much to me that like you kept your word and um and that you really was, you know that that you was available. And I, man, I really appreciate no that. No problem. Absolutely. I need to do more you of these. I mean? Actually, and I actually do enjoy um, guest hosting. Um, I know everybody's saying, just do your own podcast. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I, I think it's dope. And guess what? It, you know, podcasting isn't for yeah. everybody. You know what I mean? And, it, it, and I want to say, too, like, if y'all buy some of her products, yo, say, like, yo, I heard I heard about you on the Nuts and Guts podcast. You know, Black Paco told me about you, whatever. And I, I really want... So, um, I love black people just doing Absolutely. dope shit. You know what I mean, and and I, and I really fuck with what you're doing. You know what I mean, and you know that. Yeah. So and I and I, I believe in everything that you that you I got going on. I appreciate that. Yeah. Anything you want to ask me? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> we can discuss offline. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, no, oh we're gonna do that. <laughs> How you gonna get everybody? Oh, I wonder what they talking about. The, the yeah. mystery. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's definitely been no, fun. Thank you so much. Yeah, for sure, man. You, you, you uh, you've been a uh, 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 sunshine, uh, bright of joy, like dope, dope, good time. Thank and you. thanks for being a uh, free spirit and keep continue to be thank that way. You. As well. All right, so thank you. This is the Nuts and Guts podcast. I'm your host, Black Paco, B-O-K-P-A-C-O, on all social sites. Um, follow the, the media page at Smoke Free Media on Instagram. Um, what else? Oh, yeah. It's always a smoke-free weekend because I stay drama-free. And, uh, yo, it's all good. I'll see y'all next time. Later. Later.